1: Breakfast on SEM. Oh,
0: yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I'd like to think you've come to the right place. SEM Breakfast on this Thursday morning, the 25th day of January in the McCafe menu feel like we say the same every morning, but particularly this morning, she's absolutely loaded. Our official coffee partner has Jared Waitley to preview. People
1: know who you are, man. We know who
0: he is, man. He's up at the Gabitoire for the pink ball test between Australia and the Windy. Starts later on today. He'll help us preview that, and it's hard to find a better set of hands to do that. Danny Daly, one of Hell our yeah. favourites. Brisbane GM of football is going to join us. A lot of hype around the lines. Is that most talented list we've seen since when? Aaron Sipos, former Philadelphia Eagles pundit, is going to drop by. Brett Phillips, our daily Australian Open update, questions without notice, and goodness knows what else this man is going to come up with. Uh, the Port Adelaide legend Kane Corns is here, Volcano.
1: Very good morning, Sammy, and to everyone here. I've got a fair bit uh, on the agenda this morning. Looking forward to getting into that. The the Adelaide coach. Uh, I want to speak about that. Nick Curios mm. retired that he unretired, <laughs> even though it was in his own column. We touched on that yesterday, so can't even be trusted to write his own column. We've got Jordan Degoe and Nick Dacos. Bit Been a little scuffle. Pre-season scuffle, which happens from time to time. And I've just logged on to news.com, which I which I like to do because sometimes it provides a little bit of ammunition, particularly prior to 6.30. And I've looked at a story, it says full Corn's in fight with footy show I saw the headline. (laughs) full. Who said full? I don't know. I uh, I didn't even click on it.
0: I I just saw the headline. That was enough for me. And there's something else I want to talk about. I want to shine a light back on Victoria Police, of all people, about Michael Pell as well, the former AFL umpire. 15 months and counting now. Since he was arrested, still no charges. Another report has come to light uh, that was tabled in 2018 with the federal government commissioned in 2017 around uh, the differences in legislation with passing on of inside information in this state, Victoria. And what we have always spoken about with Gary and Tim and various shows here on SEN over the course of the last year about how it was always going to be difficult for police to make these charges stick. And it remains so 15 months on. When is enough enough? So we'll, mm. we'll go back over that a little bit later on. But you can get involved at any time, of course. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. The 40 Wings temper is 0 4 And Kane, I sat down... This nice chair here this morning, got myself sorted out, just made sure the monitors were looking right and had a look up at the first, well, it was an inadvisable (laughs) weight loss method. Uh, Had a look up at the, uh, efficient though, had a look up at the 40 Wings temper text to see what greeted us. And the first text has dropped here at 5.59am. Sam, what did you do to Cameron Green?
1: Oh, yes.
0: Well, what did you do? Foolishly mentioned this yesterday when perhaps I shouldn't have. Now Cam no, Green's crook.
1: Yeah, and it's all your fault.
0: Well, should someone ring him up and say he's got gastro and not COVID? I mean, <laughs> <Exactly> I'm pretty exactly <laughs> right. I
1: saw this yesterday, and oh, oh no, no, another one's gone down. My heart uh, sank. With COVID, but I, after what you shared with us in your time in Adelaide and you bringing down a whole aircraft of people with a nasty bug, including (laughs) Cameron Green, who you rub shoulders with, As you were getting on the aircraft in the height of your sickness, and now uh, he's got COVID. This is this is not COVID. He he should retest. (laughs) He went in (laughs) to use
0: the old urinal, and I went into the cubicle, and we came in at the same time. I thought, "Crikey, that's Cameron Green." And next minute, he's struck down. Next minute, I didn't see. The headline was just Cameron Green out. That's all I saw. Gee whiz, my heart! You should have seen how fast it was going when I saw that. If they say he's got a bug, I oh, will die. You've
1: taken down the host, the hosties. You've taken down the whole plane. Oh, now oh. you have taken down Cam Green.
0: Oh, geez. Anyway, I don't, I don't feel good about it. Hopefully, and then Andrew McDonald, the coach, is in a little. He's has done himself a mischief as well. He's out. Oh, uh, but anyway, goodness. these days... after the sick bay. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, you can, uh, you can play, and hopefully the weather behaves itself up there. A lot of cricket around, too, obviously, with the BBL final yeah. and the Brisbane Heat getting it it's done. A bit of a fizzer. Uh, yeah, but I, I think there's enough stories there. Dude, the big fella backed it up with the bat again, though, and I love the mum and the whole story. Yeah. It, it's great, wasn't it, uh, Josh well, Brown? We,
1: we had uh, Ricky Ponting on when you were ill after that amazing hundred that he made with 12 sixes, and we sort of asked Ricky Ponting what... what could that innings do? And he said, look, I'll be really, this is the next day, I'll be really surprised if he hasn't had already two phone calls from overseas franchises. And that actually was confirmed yep. yesterday that he had had two phone calls and last night wouldn't have done him any harm, either 53 or 38 and three sixes and five fours. So, Well, I wonder if I mean, he knew.
0: I wonder if he was the intermediary, Ricky maybe, Ponding. Maybe, maybe. Can we maybe get this guy's yeah, up?
1: maybe. It didn't sound like it. We can trace the audio down. Oh, it didn't sound like that was the case. He just knows how,
0: mm, how the landscape
1: works. works and how you can almost be an overnight success. Really. Well,
0: eight and a half century from 38 balls last night, so well and truly backed it up on it. And a difficult wicket to bat, and we'll get into it later, but the other part of that story um, is young Spencer Johnson, the, the, the left arm quick for the, for the Heat, who over the course of the last 12 months has gone from injury-riddled unknown to now an absolute superstar in this format. And he's going to play in the IPL for the Titans, $1.78 million. Uh, contract, 20 times his base price it was at that auction. So life-changing 12 months or a bit more for Spencer Johnson, who took forfa last night.
1: Incredible. Yep, uh, incredible. That's what the uh, all the riches of the game can do. Now, not every, I think everyone thinks this, everyone gets rich off BBL. It's not the case. But if they identify a specialist skill that you've got like he had and performing in big games, in big finals, or well, the final is going to do him no harm either. And we had some big names out of the Australian Open. Fair. Yeah, I couldn't believe uh, Carlos. You know what I was going to say yesterday? I I I don't think I said it, but I was certainly thinking it when BP was on. I was like, Alcaraz is going to win in straight sets in one of the shortest matches he's ever had. He's (laughs) going to destroy Vera. (laughs) I I was thinking that in my head. I don't think I said it. Um, but, no, no, no he, he got smoked himself.
0: He got absolutely smacked around. And in commentary, uh, I can't remember who said it, whether it was Johnny McEnroe or someone else, they couldn't remember a time that Alcaraz had been bullied like, no. like he was against Verev. He was absolutely punished. There was a little uh, flicker of, uh, of light in the third set there, something of a fight back, but then quickly snuffed out thereafter. So he's gone. Uh, he was seen to be... Uh, the uh, Novak's greatest challenger. But it's going to be down to someone else now. Feel like we've seen this movie before, and I think I know the way it's going. Oh. Uh, yeah, Nick Kyrgios, can we talk about this? You, you alluded to it before. Oh. He what? He's rubbished retirement claims reported by himself. Effectively, <laughs> uh, this was peak peak Nick Kyrgios. He called the prospect of him retiring a nonsense. Hours after a column with his name on it said, "quote." his time in the sport may be over. The headline actually was, I'm contemplating retirement and won't be available for the Paris Olympics. he said, no, no, I just want to clear all this up. It's
1: absolute nonsense. It's unbelievable. (laughs) What what did I tell you yesterday? I said, why would you want him in special commentary or writing a column? Yep. Fake news. I want him serving 220 on my screen, yelling at ball boys and and lines people or, or umpires now. And I watched that. I'm not going to read his column because he's not going to give us any insights. And I'm not sure he's even written this column or had any input into it because he said, the reality is there is part of me that knows my time in the sport may be over. I'm at a crossroads in my career and I've reached a point in life after tennis is a prospect that excites me. I could travel the world making really good money, commentating on the sport, doing things like I'm doing my talk show, interviewing people like Gordon Ramsey and Mike Tyson. He wrote... And the next day, he's come out on his Instagram and he says, Attention, I'm not retiring. Please do not spread this garbage. I'm coming back and we'll be lining up court soon. The guy's a mess. I, was...
0: I have woken up today and realised about some articles going around. <laughs> you, you
1: wrote you them wrote. <laughs> You can't make that up, can you? What's happened? Are we
0: missing anything? I don't think well, we are. I, oh.
1: It's the danger of a, a ghost writer, oh. I think. My goodness oh, we me. saw that with um, we saw that with the Mitchell Johnson, yes. um, uh, yeah, yeah, commentary around David Warner. There were some words that were used in his column. However, that in the end, he said were too strong. When
0: you do this, and I've done it. In fact, back in the day, I used to ghostwrite for David King, Kingy. Used to help Kingy, Kingy out yeah. with his columns. But you always, regardless of who it is, whether it's Nick or David King, it would always go back to the person for approval. So I would be staggered. If that wasn't laid out in front of Nick Kyrgios to say sign so. off on this,
1: C- C- clearly, not. clearly not.
0: Surely, <laughs> surely he's signed off on it. Anyway, I just can't. I couldn't the get biggest, my head around
1: b- biggest backflip so far. double three ninety Let oh. us know. I couldn't. Uh, so we had the person ring up. Argue, no, nah, Nick Nick's great. He gives great insights in commentary, and his columns are great. Well, well, they're not because he doesn't even know what he's writing. <laughs> yeah. So the biggest backflips fine. What about worst
0: bat flips? Did you now? Did you see oh, this? You sent this the through. Double, Bob. The double <laughs> the double bat flip attempt in the BBL decider last night. Now if anyone saw it, not a big issue, of course. But, geez, it was comical. A couple of cracks at it. An old mate would like his time again entrusted with the bat flip. The first one went back up over his head. Basically clocked himself. Then he had to do a redo and he threw it up and the thing just floated. Oh, it didn't flip. It just And then sort he tried
1: of, to catch it. It went straight
0: up and straight down. In the end, it was like, oh, I'm just going to have to roll with where it's landed. In the
1: end, it was <laughs> un, unreal. Because you would have thought like it's a reasonable advantage, isn't it? Winning the bat flip or the, the coin toss. You'd want to get it right.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was an interesting wicket last night, actually. It's um well, maybe we'll get quickly Jared's thoughts on the on the whole Big Bash uh, scenario last night. But they, anyway, they had a record crowd too at the SCG for a Sixers game. I think north of forty thousand. So at least the people uh, turned out uh, to watch it. Um, the the, the Gowie, Nick Dacos was getting a text yeah. here oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Nick Dacos was laughing just after the little wrestle. He was. Um, but they definitely came in for a bit of a, a grapple, which is what Def, happens over definitely. I mean, it? We
1: see it. We've seen it a lot. There was one at Adelaide a couple of years ago. Uh, we've seen some nasty ones like the one at... Uh, oh, they're, all playing was, they're all playing nasty. second.
0: They're all playing second <laughs> to Cam Cloak <laughs> and Big Satant.
1: They're all playing for second. I showed my kids that the other day. They couldn't believe it. They thought it was hilarious. But I'm always for I don't have an issue with it. As long as it gets fiery. Well, I think we saw Cripps have one with Kennedy earlier on oh, yeah, that yeah was, he, he yep. wasn't happy with some treatment a tackle that was laid on him, he just went over and bumped him back and clearly agitated by oh, that, it's good, it's I think that was last
0: year, yeah, I mean, tempest can flare in the sun, I mean, Adelaide have had a couple, uh, Hawthorne have had a couple, I think Hawthorne had one recently with your man Weddle, might have got involved in a little scrap with someone, and again, it's all, you know, nothing of the Satanda,
1: Cam Cloak variety, but... This is what
0: happens when you spend I saw four months couple, yeah
1: getting stuck I into a job. Saw a couple of comments saying if this happened at Melbourne they'd be questioning our culture and things like that. I don't think I don't think we would. I'm I'm sure, you know, Stephen May and, and others have had a few scuffles at training before. It is good it is good. It's what's happened. what it's what happens. When you're hot, you're bothered, you're fatigued, in the middle of pre season, you want it to be over. So no issue hmm. whatsoever. Um, and yeah, did you see the clip that they put up? Brendan Bolton speaking about Jordan Ngoi. It was a good insight no. on the Collingwood website. Um, they were re- reviewing some training footage and they had a centre bounce and the players are sitting around watching the footage and Brendan Bolton's up there just highlighting a centre bounce that Jordan Ngoi wins. He t- Typical Jordan Goey wins a clearance, brushes off one, brushes off another, releases a teammate, they go inside 50. Jordan DeGoey butters up and gets it again to Pendlebury, and mm. Pendlebury hits the target inside Ford 50. And essentially, Brendan Bolton was saying, Mate, we're so lucky to have you. It was really, it was a really good insight into the way that language ch- has changed over the last sort of 20 years. And mm. and now players feel like they need to be valued, and clearly, coaches need to express to the players that they're valued. Because you'd think, you know, Jordan DeGoey, after what he's done in the prelim final and everything that he's done, in the grand final, would know that he's valued, but they still go out of their way to show the clip at training, and say, "Mate, just letting you know, you're valued here." Yeah, it was it was the modern way of coaching. Was didn't a you really say? Good insight.
0: Mark Williams used to do a lot of that too in your time, or he at least used
1: to, more individually though. Yeah. like he used to do anything he could to get you up. So if that meant he'd come over and say, mate, you're a bit flat. Do you need to mm. go home early from training? Or do, do you want to do you want a day off? Do you want to spend a day with the kids? That was more like just an individual conversation either in his office or just in passing. This was in front of everyone. And then they've gone about posting that online mm. for not only their members, but for all of us to see. We might, we'll might we get Brooksy to mm. chase the audio for those that have missed it. But it was just a really, I thought a good insight into the way that Modern coaching and, and modern feedback is given more so than, you know, it was a bit bit harder and more focused on the things you've done wrong. Now I think it's more focused on the things you're doing well.
0: Mm. Our biggest backflip, Nick says, was definitely Sydney Stack at the Mornington uh, Rock Pools. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. they at the back of rye there. Damien Harwick did a big backflip, says so Shooter in Kill Scythe as uh, well. Mate, I hate coming here. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Double three, 98, uh, 11, 16. Um, the, just the hype meter. Just I mentioned your yeah, man Weddle just
1: before. Where where are you sitting on the preseason hype meter? Oh,
0: there's one guy that I, I should have mentioned him yesterday because he he'd been bubbling away, and then there was a, a they circle back for another cracker, another couple of stories yesterday. He's the draftee at the Western Bulldogs for sure. If he's not at the top, he's right there. Riley Sanders. He's a he's been described as a mix between Pendlebury. And did I, did someone say to Oh, I can't remember who it was now. It might have been Dangerfield, but basically the kid's going to be something special. There's uh, the dogs have bought into it. Obviously they've hyped him up in all, a lot of their socials. A lot of stories are being written. A lot of teammates. A lot of former teammates. I reckon he's winning the hype off. Herald um,
1: today so clean. Hype builds for doggies drafty as key ruck back in action. Uh, and that's on Riley Sanders. So is he number one? Oh, 0433981116 on the preseason hype meter. Oh, Harley Reed. I mean, well, it started you, I mean, with Reed, but then he's oof. gone.
0: Oh, he's sort of over the other side of the country for us, I so know. maybe we don't have an appreciation. And and Nate Caddy was another one at and He was probably the clubhouse leader. Hangar. Came in after Harley Reid. and then there's Weddell's been bubbling away. Finn mm. McRae, I noticed just a little bit of bubble with him as well. Uh, long been raided, but hasn't got the look in necessarily at Collingwood. But I tell you what, Riley's been the consistent
1: one ever since yeah, he got so there. Yeah, so Jason Johansson, and his teammates said on RSN, there's been a lot of hype around Riley, <laughs> but it's very meri- uh, merited. The way he's been training has been unbelievable. Personally, he reminds me of a young Libba. Libba. And a mix of Scott Pendlebury. Right. <laughs> so that's good so to a write. clearance
0: beast and then clearly has oodles of time and always
1: makes the right decision. He's running like a snail. What a combo. <laughs> what? It's good if you... Well, that's the thing about it. The, on Honestly, I'm telling you that dogs are stacked. How can you have the list that you've got and then go and get this young man at pick six when you've been blessed with academies and far? They're stacked. I'm telling you. All right. You're not
0: sure. All right. I'll take you not, to Facebook. Oh, after, after last year, how can you be sure of anything down no, there? All
1: the, the, the Where's list? the review findings oh, coming oh, I out? I don't know. It's January twenty-five and it started on November 13. This must be hours away. Must be hours. Peter Jackson
0: uh, has been brought in as a consultant there as well, alongside Amit Baines. Uh, Jared Waitley's going to join us. Danny Daly, Aaron Sibbos, Brett Phillips. Questions without notice. And we're all powered by Kubota in here for more than 40 years. have been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And don't miss your last chance to become a trailblazer. Have your name on the first ever Mavs game day dress, you become a member today. Just head on over to melbournemavericks.com. Get involved with us. Summer breakfast. Sam Edmund, Kane Corns. Back in a month. Breakfast on SEU. Can't wait to hear that chemist warehouse script when it does go to a bit of eau de parfum. I thought your pronunciation was perfect for that, Kano Mozza poses a good question off the uh, 40 Wings temper, though. Just when we are speaking about Riley Sanders being described by uh, Jason Johannesson as a mix between uh, Libba and Scotty Pendlebury, uh, Moser says, who's the best player combo you can be likened to? Would it be Pendlebury in danger? Now he's talking current day. What if we just open the pool up though? What if you had, oh, look, he's a mesh between Lance Franklin and Chris Judd. <laughs> Gets it to Judd. Judd, Judd. <laughs> you know, oh, he's a merger between <laughs> Gary Ablett senior and Lee Matthews. <laughs> yeah. I've heard a
1: few like draftees come out before they're drafted and they say, who do you want to play like? Yeah. And they, just, they do something like that. Like, yeah, I'm a mix between yeah. Dangerfield and, and Ablett junior. It's uh, it's unbelievable. They're good sports, but... the kids, because um, they
0: ask them, they say, come on, who do you, well, so we can liken you to someone yeah. who, who, who are you? Oh, you know, Peter Matera yeah. circa 1992.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're pretty confident, but that's a good question. i Double three, nine, eight, eleven, sixteen. nine, eight, eleven, sixteen—the best combo mix of any player. If if you had the keys to the lab, that so you want real power and strength, speed, but then you want real skill and finishing ability. So maybe a
0: mix. Yeah, you want everything. So you know you've got the keys to the lab. You can open up the genetic files of the greatest VFL (laughs) AFL players ever, and just to just inject them into your bloodstream and whooshka. You are a combination of only two, though. You can only have two vials.
1: You can't I don't know just... why I thought this, but what, like, just because we were speaking about this last week. What, what would happen if you had a mix between like Andrew McLeod and Tony Modra? What would, <laughs> there you get what, what would happen there? Well, you'd have
0: you'd have big big game prowess, right? That's the other part. Of it. Yeah, and that meant mentality to just perform on the big stage for a start. You'd have ridiculous uh, ground ball athleticism and you'd have a vertical leap of Superman. You'd basically and be unstoppable. One although one of
1: the best kicks we've seen and finishes, like or both of them really, but extraordinary. So All right, where I would you think... play him? Where would you
0: where well, would you that's play another question? Where would you where would you play <laughs> Andrew Modra? <laughs> where would you put him? I mean if he'd taken hangers at, at half back half
1: point. forward. <laughs> have to be at half forward. Like Toby Green style, I reckon I'd play him. Yeah, okay. He'd just wreak havoc yeah.
0: anywhere. Uh Aaron says he ought to take a mix between Dustin Martin and Dustin Martin. Very good, Aaron. Mm, very bad, good. Not
1: bad. Uh Leighton got a statue. He did, I saw. Yes. A hat backwards.
0: What'd you think? I thought it wasn't a bad looking bust, to be honest. I've seen I've seen some shockers in my time. But I thought it was a trademark the trademark smirk, the cap on backwards or did he all the cap on backwards is very much young Leighton though, wasn't it?
1: No, I reckon he went most of his career with Did the cap backwards. Right, okay. I was yeah, trying to recall. A, 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 very occasionally he would wear it forwards, but and sometimes no hat. But if the, if he had a hat on, largely it was it was backwards. But yeah, I I think that was the right call to have the hat backwards with the with the statue peak peak, peak Layton was sort of 2003, 2002 to 2005. When I, when I remember
0: him, I just remember those massive ankle um, sort of braces, band, braces yeah. that he wore, the big Velcro jobs to so keep the didn't, ankles. In. <laughs> didn't exactly. roll his ankles. God, he's a warrior though, wasn't he? Like, you look at the players now and the players then, and the he squeezed every last just milliliter out of that lemon, didn't he, to yeah. get where he got to, which is so admirable.
1: And that's what we admire about uh D Minora, and he's got those traits as well. But yeah, congratulations, yeah. You know, Australian, uh, sorry, Tennis Hall of Fame last night. Good statue. And definitely well-deserved.
0: Hey, Nick's in West Footscray on the open line. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. How are you there, Nick?
1: Yeah, going well, going well. Since we're talking those combination plays, could you beat somebody like a Diesel Williams? That's with Lance Franklin. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: Good one, Nick. Awesome. So you got the... I'm not saying I changed the game, but I did. (laughs) Yeah, you changed the game. Where
1: do you play You got the tortoise
0: and the hare in in one body.
1: (laughs) you play midfield or forward?
0: Where do you reckon, Nick? Where you put? Where you putting uh, Diesel Franklin? Oh,
1: straight in the centre.
0: Yeah, yeah. just to run a mark. Well, he'd have, he'd have the athletic gifts, that's for sure. Good on you, Nick. Mixing, Clyde North. He's got one other nomination before the news. This one isn't bad either. How are you, Mick? Good. Good morning, boys. Yeah, I'd have
1: Dusty and Kuda uh, Foodies. Mm. Yeah,
0: not bad. Well, Cooter could do just about everything anyway in one body. Mix Could him like with tackling it. tackling them. Yeah, <laughs> yes. would be pretty good at shrugging tackles, that person, wouldn't they? A mix of Modra and McLeod equals at Gary Ablett Senior, says his texter. yeah, um, maybe. Not, not bad. Uh Imagine a combo of Greg Williams and Scott Pendlebury. His name is Nick Dacos, says his texter as well. So people mm, having some fun. Bit,
1: bit more leg speed, though. Fun I mean? with Big that. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, So keep those texts coming through. Uh, We better get to the news, Uh, Kana. There is a lot to get to today. Uh, The Toyota Caller of the Year is back. By the way, we've found uh, the audio of Brendan Barton. We'll get to that on the other side uh, as well at uh, Little Spiel on Jordan Nagoy down at Collingwood that the Pies put out yesterday. But the Toyota Caller of the Year starts next Monday. So it's your chance to get in early and win a 2024 Toyota Hilux GR Sport. And it's all thanks to our friends at Toyota. There's a Toyota Hilux stock available everywhere right now. Contact your local Toyota Dealer today. 40 Wings Temper, keep them coming through. 043398, 1116. We'll grab ourselves a McCafe coffee and be back after Nathan Gardner's news headlines.